Welcome to Blue TV, the podcast of the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight is the epic episode of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. season finale, 610, called The Winds of Winter. With the best director on television right now, Miguel Sapache. You stole the words out of my mouth, you sorry bastard. Because you are going to be able to say them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't say his name, but um, dare I say, have we superseded yes. what we thought was the best episode last week? Oh, by far. Oh, God, it is the toughest call ever. I'm going to go ahead and say, back-to-back episodes, the best I've ever seen on television. Best back-to-back episodes I've ever seen. There's no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking Breaking Bad, Wire, Walking Dead, all these different things. Nothing comes even close to these back-to-back episodes. Then, were, were we complaining about length before this last episode? Because, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, they saved those, uh, I guess, those extra nine minutes they stole from us several episodes and put it towards the end. Because this was a 69-minute one, which is the Ooh. record. But let me ask you, how many times in the episode did you feel like it was about to fade to black? Because there's about oh, 17 yeah. <laughs> times. I was like, great. I was like, wait a minute. They haven't talked about this person. Oh, wait a minute. They haven't talked about this person. Oh, wait a minute. They have, you know, I was like, yeah, so many times. This is the most interested and awesome episode that I'm also staring at the clock like, don't fade to black. Don't fade to black. Don't fade to black. Yes. There's just so much. just so much. just so much. And, it's like, and they just, I mean, they only, Hound and Brian. Only two characters they didn't touch. They touched everybody. Somehow. Somehow they did, but yes. Yes. It's But uh, speaking of black, how about my girl, my original queen, Cersei? Looking good. Uh, was this was this kind of a dead giveaway? I don't think so. I don't think I think they played it just right. Probably. They really did. Well, I did have a little bit of problem with just a few minor details, but the effect that came with them. Made me forget about all. And of I mean, it. just Watched the all slow away. opening, like we have soft music no, no, no. playing. The music oh. of just the significant dressed and her getting this black outfit and so on and Tom and I was like, it's almost like a funeral procession. You know, I, I, and that's what was going through my mind. You know, I was like, oh yeah, she's walking like to her funeral. You know, I was just blown away. I think this episode deserves. Let's just moving our way from beginning to end. As best we can. We don't oh, have yeah. an outline. No. But the okay. guy that did the score was uh, Raman Jawadi or something. Yeah. Deserves a big shout out. Dude. Kudos. Jawadi? Yeah. Yeah. Kudos. Because, I mean, the music was awesome. It just fits so, so well. And then, what I, like you were talking about, it did such a good job of slowly putting the puzzle piece into one X one and so on. To where you finally, when you start to realize what's about to happen, you're like, holy crap. Wow, right. this is about to be epic, and then it was. I mean... So we want to start. King's Landing? Oh, oh yeah. We're already there, my friend. <laughs> okay, so we get, obviously, badass music. We get Cersei being dressed, Tommen being dressed. We see the king... the Marjorie getting dressed. Marjorie, uh, the High Sparrow getting dressed. Yeah. Um, we see... Um, what's his name? Loris. Loris, you know, hunkered down in his cell, basically. That Fight, poor, We see his soul. head get cut, his shave, basically. Um... But it's cool. I mean, they just they did it so slow and methodically. You see the Sept of Baylor. You see the seven Septons come in. Special effects. Everybody, the lighting coming through the, the oh, big glass. I mean, so for some good. reason, it was just so emphasized this time. It was epic. And did you notice, 
Miguel it does a really good job. There were so many scenes where the camera was below the character to look up. Mm-hmm. You know, and so many times in the past, we've always seen the big aerial shot looking down at the crowd. This one, he did so many times where he was below the character. So, you, you know, you saw the sparrow's chin going up. You know, and it was such a cool look because you kept going into this window yeah, and everything. That costs so much more because yeah. they have to impose that, All that above them thing. and stuff, yeah. you know. So it's like they didn't spare any expense, you know. They just really went out there and they're like, look, for this to look the best, we need to have it cut from this angle, and you know, we need it to revolve this way and see all this amazing stuff. Yeah, you and, know. And not to harp about the music again, but they kept playing that same music, and it, it kind of felt, it kind of felt like, in a weird way, like Jaws music, like it was. As it played more, it got just a hair louder, maybe. And you just kind of like, he was amping up. And I mean, it's just like episode nine. I was over shivering because I was just like, oh, how are they going to do this? You know, there's <laughs> no just way. they you ready, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, because we already already had the, the the clues and the hints about, you know, dragon's breath or fire or whatever that stuff is and, and everything else. And we're like, man, how's this going to play out? How's this going to roll, you know? Okay. So we start with Loris. That poor, right. poor soul, man. Loris gets drug out. He does what Marjorie told him. Just go ahead and confess to everything. You know, the High Sparrow has promised that he'll free you. Be spared, yeah. Right, and you'll be spared any of the problems. So, that kind of backfires. Yeah. He strips him of all land, title, name, everything. Well, I don't think that was part. I think that part was yeah, fine. I was okay with that, but as soon as I'm mutilating. The, the mutilating was not part. But you know what? To me, that hurt Marjorie's character. Because this whole time, I thought she was working her own angle in the background to make it like she was a Cersei kind of way. Yeah. And then for her to basically have just made a deal and him to like piss on your deal, you know, it was kind of a letdown for, for me when it came to Marjorie as an overall mastermind and manipulator. Because it never came to fruition. If anything, it was just a... Well, I mean, they made it seem like it was, and then we just realized how powerful the High Sparrow is. I don't think it would really... If anything, I just think they made her look like she was doing her own game, but it really wasn't she much was of a playing game. herself. But her game is always manipulation. That is her game. Yeah, but it failed. And if that her if she was holding the car or all her de- cards on that deal with the sparrow, really? Well now I don't think it was necessarily based on the deal. It's just she thought she had more control over him than she really did. We already know she has all the control over Tommen. That would give you that confidence, you know what I mean? She's, she has manipulated anybody she's ever come in contact with. So she has that power. And then for that just rug to be pulled out from under her. You know. Horribly. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I was Loris, I'd have been fine with the title stripping and everything. But as soon as you start covering Look, the... Look, the bottom line is, as soon as he goes back to where he's from, well, who's going to tell him otherwise? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't care what Sparrow said or what you said. You know, here, you're still a Tyrell. You're still the heir to our... Kingdom, yeah, piss on the people of the King's yep. Landing, you know. Okay, here's our army. We're gonna come in. We're gonna kill all of them now. <laughs> yeah, really. he's out, and now, by the way, you're slaughtered. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I that the Loras thing and her deal that was an eh. Um, but then during this whole time too, to see uh, Pycelle, you know, of course, his filthy, usual yeah. filthy animal of you know, get love, out of here, get out of here, girl. You know, I love how it went back to him being with like being the womanizer and everything. Oh yeah, he, but to have the children run him up in there, you know, they come. Do you, now, do you really, do you really feel like the king would want to meet you in that location? Do you really kind? Of, I had a little bit of a problem with that. Like, why would you? Why would the king request you to meet him down there? I mean, you're catching him unaware. He was 
I mean, think about it. But did they say where that was? Well, they, they well I mean, Paisel would there. know where. That's Paisel's lair. That was where he did his bidding for. You it was know, Kyber's lair. Kyber, yeah. Uh, but I mean, Paisel uh, knew where. That's they were where going. he does all his stuff. You know, um, I mean, all his been, science and everything. Because I recognize the, that little stairwell that came down to his room. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying, I think Paisel would relish the idea that. Hey, maybe Tommen's about to put Kyburn, you know, feet to the fire, you know, to come down there. Because Pycel does hate Kyburn. Right. I don't know. I, I, my first impression was it was a little iffy of a location to be for a secret location. You know what I mean? Like, I could see meeting somewhere that was neutral, you know, for whatever, and it'd be more well, especially because I don't even know if Tom I don't want to beat the scene to death. I'm just saying because the result of the scene was Great. amazing. To see these kids go over there and start stabbing. And how about the scene of him and blood spewing out everywhere and just yeah. stabbed a hundred times? Stabby, 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 stabby. I mean, it was like, he was like watching Children of the Corn. And he backhands that first kid. He tries to protect himself. Yeah. And Kyburn, just like the whole time, like, I'm sorry, you know, I don't really want it to be this way, but sometimes we need to outgrow the things that we've had. It's just like, <laughs> oh God. The only thing that was missing was if I sell, whip them chains off and be like, whew, like a Daryl Dixon taking zombie heads off. You know what I mean? <laughs> this one's for martial arts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, I, I do. Yeah, I do like Kyburn. Like I mean, you know, Will Will. You know, honestly, someone of your stature deserves to not die alone in the dark. And then I just see kids' heads yeah. popping up. I know, children it. of the corn style. Yeah. I know it. Pull these more blades out. You know, yeah. the only thing that was clean was the blade. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it's like the interesting thing that people have been saying about Kyburn is he's not playing a game. He's not doing anything. This is just a man who wants to work on his science. Yeah. Well, and of course, this is not in the book. Totally different person kills Pycelle in the book. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Ferris kills Pycelle in the book. Shut up. Yeah. With a crossbow. How about that? No. Take it back. The little birds... Do kill Pycelle. I take that back. But on Varys' orders. They actually beat him over the head with a rock or something. Like, or, or a wine bottle. Just as great. Uh, and he walks in and he sees Pycelle laying you know, in a pool of his own blood dead. And um, I won't tell you who the other person that ends up dying in that scene. Until we get to the other person dying in this episode. Oh, okay. But do now we I'm think, drooling more. All right. Do we think that the children are completely under Kyburn's control now? They look like it. Right now. Because, I mean, we were thinking that they were still holding out hope for Varys. Um, they haven't seen Varys in a long time. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's more of a necessity. It's about to get fed. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So do, do we think Varys can get him back? I don't think he has to. I don't think he has to worry. Okay. I think once the army, you know... Once he comes back to King's Landing, it'll be... I don't uh, really think there's going to be any much of opposition, to be honest with you, when it comes to that. But I think they are setting up, like you're talking about, a cool ferris Kyburn Battle of the Birds. No Battle of the Bastards, Battle of the Birds. There's, oh, they, you got to understand, they set up a lot of really cool... You think about it, the antagonist of each other character is on different sides here. I mean, you think about it, you got Jamie and Cersei, but you also have... Tyrion on the other side you know yeah. they've saved each other you know they're all related but then you also have like you said you know um, like you said the battle of the birds and everything I mean so there's and Cersei's not gonna you know fold over just because Danny's coming you know I mean so there's they've set up like the perfect you know death match you know three mm -hmm. on three here <laughs> whatever you want to you want to call it you know 
Um, but kinda. Yeah. I still feel like Danny's will just mop the floor oh, with any of these yeah, people. I don't think it's really fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, yeah, I'm totally with you. But then, of course, all right. So we did the Loris thing, and then Marjorie smells the rat. Yeah, she, okay? she's whiffing. Before we get to that, though, here's the part that was kind of far far fetched for me, is that the kid was just perfect enough to get Lancel's attention. Lancel's attention for him to come down there. Solo. I didn't like it. It, it, it was a little too much leading to me. Run him all the way down there, drop his stick, and then just to stab him one time in the side. Because I saw it was yeah. the side, right? Because he grabbed his hip almost right above his hip. Already right? took about 17 Thank in that you. same exact Thank spot. Thank you. What do you call it? On Twitter, one of my boys on there... Uh, <laughs> Joel Nielsen he told me he goes Arya can get stabbed 10 times in the, in the fall stomach fall into the dirtiest fall in water. water survive well Lancel takes one shot by a kid in the ribs and he can't even stand got nut up man I mean Arya is a machine I mean it could be T-1000 here you know whatever I don't know well, no, that, that's what chases Arya that's right that's what chases her you know so we say Arya is like, like a T-100 yeah okay. the, the original Schwarzenegger model <laughs> I've only seen the episode one time and it's a very quick cut I like to think that the bird hamstrung him. Oh, I hope that's no. the case. No. no, he grabs his side, yeah. and while he's crawling, he even grabs his side. Okay, I mean we're not going with a machete. I, mean, I don't this know. is a small. Blade. I hope you're right. Maybe maybe we're just completely off. Maybe he's lost his hand on the side because he's just holding his hip or his sciatic nerves gone bad right. or whatever. You know who knows? <laughs> no, oh, what a sciatic! <laughs> yeah, but. all right. I definitely don't want to feel like I'm beating this up because I absolutely love this shit. It's so fucking cool to me. But what do you think about the fact that this was a game played on Lancel? Like, we're going to stab you on this end of the hallway where you can see the wildfire and three candles burning down. And it's like, can you make it to the end? Too convenient. The time, but the thought of using candles as a long fuse, genius. Oh, very cool. Oh yeah, I thought it was awesome. You know, you could tell there was a lot of planning and prepping and everything like that. And but, you know, Kyburn, genius, Coburn. You know, I mean, kind of Coburn, Kyburn, so I mean, just complete genius planning and so on. But realistically, I mean, really, really think about it. Do you realize how hard it would be to guarantee that oh, yeah. you lure a character into there? Are you guarantee that you stab him in the right place where he can sit there and watch this happen? Man, are you calling him Jigsaw? Though. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. But I understand it did. It wouldn't have mattered if he got down there or not. The flame was still going to reach the wildfire, and it was still going to blow up. You know what I mean? That was just kind of a cherry on top that they were able to lure Lancel down there, and he got to see the plan basically unfold in front of his face until it was turned into a tinderbox. The only thing that would have been cooler is if Lancel's little group went up to the Red Keep to get her and let the mountain take care of business. Because we were robbed a few episodes ago. It would have been awesome to see him go in there and Mountain was taking care of his own business. Uh, yeah. Well, the Mountain, all he was there was to guarantee that Tommen didn't leave the Red Keep. I was talking about his business later. Yeah, well, that's that's down the road. But. Okay, but we get Marjorie, you know, telling she Sparrow, smells a rat. Yeah. hey, Cersei's not coming because she doesn't care the circumstances. She already has a plan in mind. We need to get out of here. Sparrows make a ring. This was also the other big plot hole I saw in this. Four little militia men are not stopping an army of people trying to sprint out of a door. Well, I don't even remember sprinting. Was a whole well, I mean, it's a stampede. A it's a stampede <laughs> There's of people. a lot of them in there. That we, didn't we, bother me so much. We saw really what happened when Jon Snow got stampeded. It was really surprising that... I was like, oh, for sure Marjorie's going to get out the doors right before it goes. You know what I'm saying? I, I think everybody was expecting it. Nobody was expecting everybody to go up in a blaze. Okay. 
I absolutely did not think Marjorie was dying. I did not either. No. If anything, it was like my my jaw was on the ground for a few seconds. Like, did they, did, did did they just kill Marjorie? You know, I mean, they really just kill two, well, three major characters. The other thing, right before that, is we see we get something really important. Bran can see into the future. That was an exact scene from the visions that Bran had. Oh yeah, had. The, the 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 wildfire yeah. coming coming Spreading through. through. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was just cut and pasted. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. First off, badass yeah. wildfire special effects again. They uh, when you see I spread the floor, spread his arms, it just disintegrates. Yeah, it disintegrates instantly. Um, and then the, oh, his man. look on his face, though, do you realize he did finally go? Wait a minute. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And You're then, right. Blah, 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 then you hear the rumbling. <laughs> yeah, and he's like. Uh, I just see everybody just go up in cinders, man. Oh. It's so bad. The bell falling and smashing a couple of people. Yeah, killing somebody. Oh, my That Lord. was the thing. That thing didn't just blow up the Sept of Baylor. That killed... There was some collateral it damage. Hit a, it hit a perimeter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in the book, it was a different building that this happened to. Well, uh, she just... In the book, she burns the hands of Tower, but it's not like... The Red Keep. No, she burned the hand of the Tower. The yeah, Tower the of the Hand, sorry. Because that's where her dad died. Time out. You mean to tell me you boys knew this was coming? No, 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 no. In the book, she burns the Tower of the Hand because that's where Tywin was killed. Okay? She burns it down. She just couldn't stand looking at it anymore. It's sanctioned, though. It's not like some huge surprise. Okay? okay. Now, no, this is all... <laughs> I was totally. say, no way you knew this. <laughs> no, no, no. Well... Honestly, it was telegraphed pretty well through the yeah. season what was going to happen. But no, it was just fantastic to see all these people. But like I say, the death toll in the first 20 minutes of this episode is enormous. Oh, it's epic. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. Hundreds. All right, so we had a, we had somebody, one of our fans brought a point, but I, I want to make a point to talk about this. Do you think Cersei even cared that who might be in that building? Because no. I mean, you think about it, Mace Tyrell was in there, and that, he's basically saved her behind. She you know, cared about Tommen and About Tommen a few episodes, you know, a few seasons ago. Iron Bank stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, she didn't even blink, you know, about that. I thought that was kind of a a she, cool catch that, I mean... She cared about two people. Yeah, that was the her... Mountain. What's his name? The old TV addict always hits us up on Twitter, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, she... That's what I, what I told the old TV addict was, is that, you know, I think she just looked at it as just a clean slate. It's a one hit and quit, you know what I mean? And it's, it's all, all she wrote. are done. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. If Marjorie, because there was some speculation, maybe Marjorie gets pregnant. You know, there's the new heir, and basically takes Cersei out, or you know, the Sparrow, and I mean, everybody who had the potential of being an issue for her went up in green fire, except for like two or three people who just weren't possible to yeah. be in there. Yeah, it's just this is Cersei's character. She makes at its best massively <laughs> rash decisions that. 100% of the time come back to bite her in the ass so this is the biggest obviously decision she's ever made um, I wouldn't call it rash I'd call it calculating and but it's effective but, but she's always calculated but she always thinks she's smarter than she really is so yeah she thinks she's just wiped out every enemy she's got but she created a few more but and yeah. she didn't get everybody because she didn't get Lady Olena she didn't get the Dornish yeah. Although no one even remembered they were on the show. Yeah, that was a big mind blowing that they were even back on the show. 
okay, screw any of that before we even get there. Awesome directing job by Miguel Spochnik showing the out window shot of Cersei and Tommen. Throughout the entire season, he's been showing the shot. Just showing the building going up, seeing the collateral damage, you know, like that. You see Tommen take his crown off and walk away. Uh, And you're like... Who who didn't know this was coming? Why are they lingering on this window? And then just out of nowhere. Leap of faith. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Leap of faith, baby. So there was an after thing, like after the show, where DB and Dave were talking. And they were saying that Tommen's death is 100% on Cersei. Like they wrote it in as because she wasn't there to comfort him after the thing is why he committed suicide. Like if she was there, he would have been okay. But since she wasn't caring about him in that moment and just how fragile of a human he is, is why Tommen is dead. I looked at it like you just killed the one thing that's ever had sex with me. Uh, my beautiful wife, uh, Maybe didn't care whether or not I was there or not, but the mountain was there to keep me there. Yeah, so. so she cared. Obviously not. What I got from it was is that he was a true believer of the two pillars. <laughs> and <laughs> if one falls, the other falls. Well, and he so fell. he took a fall. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, that's what I got out of it. Is that I, now his wife's gone, the sparrow's gone, everything's gone. And so, to him, everything that he's been regurgitating as a king and who's not been impressive or done anything and has basically shat on his mother. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, she's a, the ringleader. But that's the thing. Holla. He was still king at that point. Cersei still planned on him being king. He, in my mind, how I read the scene was like, I don't want to put out this fire. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to face everybody. And have to say... Seize my mother, kill her, you know, execute her. Yeah, force her hand. Put her head on the spike on the wall. Uh, this is not Joffrey. He I'm didn't sorry. Wanna, yeah, he didn't want to be forced to have to make those decisions, so he just ended it. You know, it's just easier. Just easier to jump out the window. Dude, this floored me while I was watching this episode. <clears throat> uh, like you said, death toll was epic. And like I say, all these decisions always jump back in Cersei's face. Yeah. And uh, what was what was Tommen wearing? He was wearing gold. Now, if you're book readers, you know the the prophecy is, is that you know he's gonna be crowned in gold, but he's also gonna be have a shroud of gold. Which, of course, you see, he died in a gold outfit. And but the the gold outfit doesn't matter. You see his golden shroud. Yeah. He's laying under it when she tells him to show me it. She showed me the body. Which yeah, I, I wish they had showed a, the body. I think there was well, a you gotta reason remember, he was dressed in gold. I think it was a shout out to book. He readers. is a Baratheon. I'm putting that in air quotes. So he should be wearing green. Yeah, but... I mean, I know they don't say it like throughout the show and stuff, but... But they've they, always dressed oh, him in gold they and have. red. Always. So, that doesn't bother me as much. The shroud was gold. That's what matters. I got you. Well, I mean, it didn't bother me. I just thought it, maybe it was a clue. You know, I think I there's mean, a lot of clues a and a lot of Easter eggs in this episode we're oh, going to talk yeah. about. You know Absolutely. I mean? And so on. So, where do we go from here? What was the next thing that happened? We, we, well, hold on. We still got... First off... Oh, yeah, of course, we can't forget about the I mountain. Have, I have to 100% agree with Cash. Cersei looks so badass in this outfit. I mean, oh, yeah. I love that she's wearing just full-on battle armor. Jet black with these silver Chains. shoulder pads and stuff like that. So, so we're giving props but, to the costume designer. But first, can yeah, we, oh, yes. Can we give her long hair again? For the love of God. Yeah, the, the boy cuts. Yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> I think it looks... Pretty badass. I don't on her need right her looking now. like in Jamie. She looks almost Joffrey. 
that's fine. Whatever. I'm just saying, we get to see her down her little torture chamber. Yes. Wineboarding. Shame. Um, shame. <laughs> shame, baby. Shame. How about how about taking the mask off? Oh, just dude. They still didn't show show because it was just this whole side of the face was jacked up and they didn't show enough of it. But you knew it was him. And his face was black. It's I thought like it was like purple color. I saw it was like yeah. purple but when you, blue. From behind, he was normal skin color. He looked from normal behind. on the back. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So Sir Robert Cougain. Yeah. So <laughs> she's just like I said, wineboarding and confessing and basically, yeah, just getting it all off her chest because it feels good to do this, to do yeah. that, to this, to that. <laughs> Because um, I like my brother in me. And all this, I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> here we go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then the fact that she was like, it's fine. I'm ready to see the gods. I've been ready to die whenever. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, not what? today. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not Buzzkill. <laughs> She's like, bazinga. Oh, yeah. uh, and then bring in the mountain to be like, this, this is, is your, your new god, god now. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, my heart dropped. Shame. Okay. Shame. <laughs> At any moment, did you think they were going to show what the mountain was doing to her? No. No. I thought we might hear screams or something. Which we did. We did, but he didn't move an inch. Even because, you know, they kept the, the door open, just, you know, a little window open before she started doing her shame, shame. And she was screaming before he even budged his body. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I think they just basically, it's like, she's seeing him. You know, yeah. his face and stuff like that. He looks like a fucking monster, no. you know? No, he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that was awesome. First off, just awesome. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised they didn't show it. They've done enough stuff through the seasons that get them so much hate mail and garbage for whatever they do to women in this, yeah. in this show. There was no reason to show it. No, 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 no. The only thing I would want to see was more of the detail of his face. Yeah, oh, I right. instead, of, instead of the cast shadow being you know just enough to see some of that, give me the special effects. We know you're willing to spend the money to go amazing special and effects. And honestly, let me see body. what he looks like. Like, I mean, does he have like veins popping out from all the like? Qu- yeah, I mean, I want to know. You know. Yeah. But then we get her being crowned by Kyburn. Oh, so we're going to jump to the end with it. Well, if we just finish King's Landing out. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, you saw Jamie and Braun roll up there, but then you see the smoke trail, and you can see something's not right. Right. And then he comes in there, and he has this look about him. And Cersei's like, no, hey, happy to see you, or nothing. No, it's was, like, you see who's on the throne? Yeah. Biatch. Well, <laughs> yeah. also, the interesting thing is, she's crowned as Cersei Lannister. Yet again. Yeah, she's first of her name. First of her name. So, it, there's no there's no more ties to Baratheon or anything. She is full-on Lannister hate. Yeah, absolutely. And so, it's going to be interesting to see how the enemies roll out in it's, that way. It's, it's going to be a short, short... Short reign? Short reign. <laughs> yeah, we have, well, we have the Mad Queen now, you know. Basically. That's kind of what they're calling her. Uh, it's all on Twitter a lot. So, are we going to assume that due to the fan theory slash book theory slash or not even theory that her prophecy of that she is to die at the hands of a little brother? What's it called? Valencar. Well, there's two things that are supposed to <clears throat> happen still. You know, death by the Valencar, which is little brother. But also... Unseated by a more beautiful, younger queen. A younger, more beautiful queen. Oh, we have to assume that's already happened? Mm, because I don't know if Marjorie I mean, is that. She was younger and more beautiful. And she was queen. And she was queen. 
Yeah, but we still have Danny in the pictures. It's, it doesn't have to be, is what I'm saying. So he could play both ways. Yeah. So we'll see. Have they said, is Jamie younger than Cersei? Yes. yes. Jamie is Jamie born and Tywin are, are, yeah, I mean, she, he was born second, so he's slightly younger. Okay. Because I think they did that younger brother thing, maybe to possibly make you think it's automatically Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the no, fan. Jamie is younger in book and show. And the look that Jamie's given her at the end, and she's returning, it looks like he's kind of disgusted. He's pissed. Because yeah, he just, he just realized he lost his son. The last of his children. I mean, you really think about it. When you walk in there and you see Cersei on the throne, there's only one conclusion you can come to. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just it's pretty cut and dry. You know, okay, bitch, where's my child? Evidently, he's not around because you're sitting on his seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the end of our King's Landing, you know awesomeness I, I like I said this is some of the best best stuff I've seen in Game of Thrones 100% probably best Cersei stuff I've seen best Cersei plotline in a long time in a long not. long time yeah a long long time but body count just in this King's Landing we got well I'd major say, characters we can't count that high no yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm talking about just main characters right, I mean well, Loras Pycelle Pycelle Loras Loras Marjorie Mace. Marjorie Mace. Mace. Uh, Mace. Kevin Lannister. King Tommen. Tommen. High Sparrow. Yep. Septa. Uh, I mean, do we, do we want to call her dead? Lancel. Lancel. Unella. Pycelle. We already said Pycelle. He was first. I think it's eight major characters. Eight major characters. It guaranteed five major, major characters. You know, at least, you you know. What do you say? Like Tommen, Marjorie. You know, I mean, so. I mean, wow. That's a heavy body count for 20 minutes of television. Yeah. Of are, main characters. Are we even sure it was 20 minutes? It was right up there. Right Because you know, you got to think about it. You, you, I think if you add the whole thing together, maybe it was about 20 minutes of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. So what mm. else did we get? Let's, we can knock out, I think, Jamie's plot line because it's kind of a smaller one. Oh, the phrase? Okay. The phrase? Yeah. Jamie and Bronn feasting with the phrase. We got a really cool scene between... Walter Frey and Jamie. How about Jamie's talking scenes this season? Like, he has had some deep conversations with people. Oh, he's fantastic. Well, him and Braun, I was laughing my tail off. You know, you don't have to do nothing. You, you know, just sit there. <laughs> you just sit there, like, you know. And, they're, they're, they're <laughs> and ladies, all... ladies, can I introduce you to Braun of Blackwater? Yeah, hero. The, the hero of Blackwater. He's like, did you think I might be moved? And he goes, ah, fuck. He just takes off, you know. He says, now, ladies, you don't have to call me sir because I'm an anointed man. I fucking love Braun, dude. He's so good. Uh, yeah. All right. So the girl that's eyeballing Jamie the whole time. Okay. Yes. No speaking part. No clues. No nothing. We, of course, we later we know what this ends up being, and so we, we realize the reason this girl is smirking at Jamie is not because he likes her or she likes him, is because this is actually Arya looking at possibly one of her next victims. Yeah. We agree on this. Well, she, Jamie's not on her I list. Don't know, because Jamie's not on the list. You think? Cersei yeah. is on the list, not Jamie. Okay. But would she give up an opportunity to kill Jamie? I don't know. But I think if she could carve up the Frey brothers and Walter Frey, she would have gotten Jamie too, if possible. I agree with you. Um, okay, but I don't want to tip over the Walter Frey conversation with Jamie. I thought it was great. I mean, oh, it, it was fantastic. Oh, he goes, what do you call victory? You're fighting. And da, 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 da. I was yeah. like, I mean, Frey had a point, you know. He's like, there's a reason I'm still in this chair, you know. And yeah, but the reason is because he's a backstabby, 
uh, Never Leave His Tower. Key, yeah. You know. Well, I, mean, I, I thought he had one of the great lines with, uh, he gives us a bad name. You know, I don't want to kill Edmir. You know, it could bring a bad name to the phrase. Just like, really? The, the Red Wedding? You know, other things? You know, he's saying <laughs> yeah. it with a smirk. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I love it. And then, ja- and then Jamie's, Jamie's like, well, every time I come up here to save you, what's the point of keeping you? You know, and why do I need you? Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was a good, it was a good. Put the fear in him. Like, oh, they could minute. just ride in here and lock me up. You know what I mean? No problem. Yeah, exactly. But at 90, do you really have any fear? Well, it showed fear in his face. It yeah. did. It, it was. Uh, it was the first time he was like, "Wait a minute, I'm not where I think I'm standing." You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not yeah. where I, I have that much power, and so on. But so I, just, I just love any Jamie's. You're right. Jamie's speaking roles this year have been wonderful. Grown a lot, and like I found each one of them captivating. I just want him to last a little bit longer, which is exactly what you want in one of those scenes. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, so then we get to the pie, baby. And this was a He's one heck of a pie, by the way. <laughs> now this happened a little bit differently in the books. It was now correct me if I'm wrong. Did Bran foretell what's called the Rat Cook or something like that? I read something about this where he talked the, about the Rat Cook is just to explain guest right. Now guest right is when even if it's an invading army, it doesn't matter who it is. If you invite them into their home and give you give them, them salt and bread, wine. Or, yeah, salt and bread, which means food at your table, right? If you do that, you cannot kill them. You cannot cross them in any way. That's guest right. It's basically like a parlay. Okay. Like you, I mean? As soon as you walk in, if you're enemies and stuff, you demand salt and bread to know that you're safe. Right. Because it's like a, it's not, not really an unwritten rule, but it's like a, just a set in stone rule. You do not break, all right? That's what the rat cook was about, okay? Who, son was killed at a feast, so he invited his enemies up there, you know, killed their sons, cooked them into pies, and fed them to their families. He became a rat and stuff, and the only way he could satisfy his hunger was to eat his children day in and day out. And so it's just like lovely, yeah, lovely. But it's just a story to explain why you don't break guest right. Okay. Okay. But, like you were saying, in the book, a different guy is feeding Walter Frey different phrase throughout the, <laughs> throughout the days. Yeah. And they don't know about it. Months. But we do see him in this episode. Who did it? And it's the first time we ever see him. So, we'll tell you who it is when we get to him. Mm, okay. but, you're making me salivate and everybody listeners way, like who is but this? Every, like we just got Sir Walter or Lord Walter you know sitting in this thing like where is everybody? And she's like oh they're here. Like, yeah, looking around. They're supposed to be here by <laughs> noon. Uh, they're Mid-day. here sir. Yeah. Or well you found a cool tidbit on this that this is a well, callback. She, she, did, she did the same mistake she did from earlier in the earlier seasons where she gave herself away by using verbiage of a person of prominent birth, which she kept saying, my lord, my lady, which is a big no-no if you're a a person of low birth, you know, and so... Yes. My lord or my lady. Yeah, and so bottom line is the people who were, you know, sharp immediately realized there was a telltale. Because even like Tywin Lannister told her that back in the day, you know, like if you're going to try to be this, you know, you need to work better, at, you know. And yeah, so, at Heron Hall, when <laughs> she was her as... Cupbearer, cupbearer, yeah. So I mean, he she was did the same. Her. She did the same dead giveaway, and I didn't catch it initially. I didn't either. You know, 
And so it was a, it was a it was a welcome surprise to see her because you know before this episode we put a few predictions out there, you know about how this episode was going to go, and one of them was that we felt like she was going to encounter, you know, another well, another major yeah. character before she got back to Winterfell, and so boom, there we are. She encountered the fray, and I was extremely <laughs> pleased to see it. Oh, you only know? one slight problem. I really wish she would have said the North remembers, but outside of that, <laughs> picture perfect. Yeah, or so and so sends their regards. Yeah. Well, she's never heard the line "North remembers." Oh, that—that's like the entire North's motto. Is yeah, the but North she's not. She's not been a part of that. Yeah, she has. That's she, she grew up in the North without banners and all that stuff. Well, even like Winterfell, like just in the North history, it's the North remembers. So I mean, it's not like it was just something that was made up for the show okay. or anything. Well, I know. Like that goes back in the lore. I couldn't remember if she was actually around anywhere that would have been that been something been said. Yeah. I well, mean, that, that's almost like the Lannisters always pay their debts. It's the North remembers. Okay, all right. Well, that makes more sense. Um, I would just would like to her say Starks in the regards. Yeah, dude. You know? Like, but you, but she, then again, that goes that, back to you saying like she wasn't would, there. She wasn't that. there to know that line, you know. But she was there as a waitress. When Walter Frey and Lancer were there, like, and Jamie was like, for our new alliance words, you know, the Freys and Lancer send their regards. <coughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I was there to hear that. She's true. Yeah. So I that could have been a little it. extra, extra little line, a little extra spice. But who cares? She pulled that face off or cut his throat, and I was pumping my fist like every other million people who were watching the show. Absolutely, and it was so, tough to carve up Black yeah. Walter. Yeah. Uh, I love this stuff. Hey, Wave, a.k.a. T-1000, go for the throat. Yeah, really. That's how you're efficiently, you know. Uh, how about him pulling the pie up a little bit? Did anybody see any the human remains there? Oh, yeah, yeah. You see the finger. I, see I the, didn't see it. I didn't see I just oh. thought it looked like a bunch of different kinds of stuff. Oh, I, no. You go back and you pause it. You, you see clear-cut fingers and a couple other body parts. Nice. I thought it was an eyeball I was going to say. I thought it was an eyeball. It looked like a fish eye. You know what I mean? Like, I was just about to say a fish eye. It looked yeah. like a fish eye that had been carved out. Yeah, exactly. It just looked, yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. That's the only thing that looked significant in the pie. You know, uh, it looked gross. Oh, shit. <laughs> it did not look edible. Let's just put it that way. A bit of gray matter in there. Oh, stop. Uh, stop. Nice little crunch. Uh, Shut up, both of you. Crispy crust. Uh, okay. Anyway. Lightly battered. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. whatever. Uh, but so, no, fantastic. I love, yes. I love this. Epic. Epic. Um, yes. I'm just glad to see that they, you were right, that they're going to show her in Westeros making a move that just. Pushes her right to next season perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, good. She's going down her list. Good deal. Exactly. Do we exactly. think she's going to encounter anyone else? Or that her and Bran are just going to kind of meet up in Winterfell See, at the same time? I'll, to be 100% honest, when I felt like when we were talking about predictions and we put out there that she was going to encounter another character before she got back to Winterfell, I kind of felt like she was going to encounter more of a friendly, not a foe. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so since they went the direction of a foe, it makes me feel like she might be making rounds, you know, but I don't see it lasting. But if she was going to go straight to Winterfell, she made a stop to kill the fray. Which is on the way. So, who else is on the list that's left? We know Cersei's Cersei, there. The Mountain. The Frey. The Mountain? Yeah. He was on it? Yeah, the Mountain. At least in the book, I know he's on it. I think he might be. And then Sir Elin Payne. Yeah, but unfortunately that poor guy died and... They're not bringing him back. Um, and so, I mean, the, the list is pretty short now. Yeah, I mean, she was killed. I'm just saying, is there is there another stop for her 
On the way, I don't think on so. On the way to Winterfell. No. I think it started off in Winterfell. Because, I mean, they set it up for a fantastic... I mean, Jon Snow and Sansa is one thing. But if Jon and Arya see each other and that reunion happens... Well, that, and Bran. I may need a few tissues for that one. Because <laughs> Bran's at the wall. <laughs> is that a fact? <laughs> <laughs> is that a fact? Well, you bring up Bran. Let's talk about Bran. This was the major conclusion of a big theory. Of course, now, Uncle... What's his name? Benjen. Benjen. Who looks know. awesome. But he does. Yeah, he, great special effects. He goes ahead and tells us again about the wall, and it has a very old magic in its foundation, and that he cannot cross it. And is this what every you know the novice show is supposed to understand, that that's the reason that White Walker cannot cross the wall? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So... They're going, so they're going to touch this tree, and of course, he immediately goes back to the Tower of Joy to finish the what everybody wanted to see, you know. Yes. And of course, like we talked about, and everybody predicted, it, you know, it's Ned's sister, and she's bleeding everywhere, and the baby, just like we saw in the premonitions, and she whispers in his ears. Now, did y'all listen and watch really close what she said? The main thing you have to hear is Robert will kill him if he finds out. Okay. So. There was somebody who actually, online, who analyzed this. God and, bless the internet. Yeah, I mean, I love it, you know, basically. Yeah. And what you said is pretty much what it is. Basically, you look after him. You have to promise me if Robert were to find out, you know, it's a Targaryen, you know, you'll, you'll be killed, you know, and so on. You have yeah. to promise to protect him, da 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 And basically, that's it gives you the – and, of course, it doesn't help that the, you see the baby's face and it suddenly flashes to Jon Snow's face, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Okay. First off, best baby actor of all time <laughs> who just opens those sweet baby eyes. <laughs> just the, Which are clear as day. And if you ever had a baby before, I mean, babies are basically lizards when they come out. I mean, they're slimy, nasty things. And this is medieval times babyish stuff. Do you, don't I get you some tissue? I mean, you, you know. I mean, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> This baby he had a cloth around it. They wiped it off. Get this over baby yourself. Is it minimum three months old? <laughs> but I thought it was really cool how they opened the eyes and it flashed straight to the badass Jon Snow face. Yes, yes. Um, but let me be the first to say, Lyanna Stark, shitty actress. That was terrible. I was not a fan of the writing of this scene. No. Nor was she beautiful. Uh, granted, she just gave birth and everything. Good but grief, Cash. I mean, Jesus. Look. She's on her deathbed. You're talking about her beauty? She was crowned <laughs> oh the God. beauty of the world. All right? Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. God, I hate to see what your standards are. <laughs> are you single? <laughs> I mean, hey, when you're crowned the beauty of the world. Yeah. Crown the beauty of the world. Well, don't forget about the other pod and your completely insensitive comments towards the She was crowned the queen of love and beauty. But we're not talking about some hag here. Yeah, He's making sure like she has a third eye. <laughs> Christ. Oh, this mean, ain't Walter Frey land. Yeah, I'm so I mean, if your standards are so high, Cash, I'm going to need to call your girlfriend and let her know. <laughs> She uh, might be a three <laughs> in your books. <laughs> okay. Let's, all right, maybe I was on. just talking about the writing <laughs> the acting, yeah. and the acting of this. I didn't think... She was like, I want to be brave and all that stuff. I was just like... Yeah. I was kind of blah about it. Um, I was just so focused on trying to read her lips the whole time. Like, thank you for the internet. You know, but, yeah. 
Yeah. Cash too busy shaming her. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. That's all yeah, Immediately do. on Facebook. What a ugly. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> letdown. She's in LA too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Come on, Cash. In Mississippi standards, she's, she's way up there. I mean, come on. Hold We're on. happy our women Hold have full set of teeth. Hold on. <laughs> if you ever read any of those magazines and shit when they find the most beautiful women in the country, many times it's Mississippi. Well, they filtered into Ole Miss. Okay, I don't know what kind of magazines you're reading, but we're going to keep this clean for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, of course, the Tower of Joy. So we, we basically understand that was Brand's point. His entire episode was just to have the conclusion of R plus L equals J. Are we going to say that it's confirmed 100%? 100%. Yeah. Of course, you know, there's always these theories of that, you, you know, the R is still skeptical. No. no, but considering what she was saying, well, because she and says why she's Targaryen and everything, that right there just tell, proves the point to me. No, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, in fact, there is one other big fan theory with involving Bran, is that as soon as he crosses this wall, that mark is going to allow the White Walkers to cross. Is he planning to cross the wall? He's back at it. I don't yeah, see I mean, any he's back at point. the wall. I don't see I mean, any other. Why point. would he take him all the way to the wall? I mean, that's your way back into. Where you would think you're safe. Yeah, because if he stays on this side, then the Night's King's definitely going to get him. I didn't see him take him to some secret tunnel or some door or the gate. He just dropped him at one of those trees. What's some trees called again? The Redwood. The Weirwoods. <laughs> the Weirwoods. Redwoods? Look, you are on a roll faces. tonight. They have the red faces. <laughs> no, he was bleeding eyes. It's not a red face. They're painted red. No, there's so, blood sap. Blood sap out of coming faces. from his eyes. But they paint faces on them. Man, your standards no, of vision things. Carved in it. Where are you? Guys? <laughs> I swear. This is amateur hour. <laughs> what is this open mic night for you? Technically, this is almost okay. From four to six, open mic. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> oh, <God>. Brutalized here. <laughs> All right, moving on. So we more. No, brutal. I'm just saying. I mean, Benjamin. Thanks for getting me to the wall and all, but where's my door? Where's <laughs> yeah, my ladder? Could you get me a little closer? I mean, yeah. we're still at the tree line. I mean, you're you first ranger. Scene, if you remember the scenes where they have these battles at the wall, there's quite a big, big difference between the tree line and the wall. Transportation hasn't been an issue, so <laughs> not too worried about it at this point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the actual plan is. I mean, he knows he's the Three-Eyed Raven. He knows the Three-Eyed Raven is north of the wall. Like, is he supposed to go south of the wall? I, I mean, know. I think so. He's got to get the information to people somehow. I mean, I know Mira's like, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, I swear. <laughs> if you can't move, I'm going to go. You know, so I don't I know. mean, and we've still got to see Mira's dad. And not to mention, they don't have the cart anymore. They don't have the no, sleigh. She, she ain't toting him. What, she's just going to like grab an ankle or drag <laughs> yeah. him in the snow? Use your arm to fish with us. You know, I mean, come on. Like, uh, I'm glad uh, your yeah. hair's a little long, because I'm about to pull you like a cable. Man. <laughs> I mean, this is... But, I mean, Bran's got to get this information and somehow get it confirmed. So, I mean, Howland Reed's got to come into play. Maybe. Next season. I don't know where that's going to go with that. I, I mean, Bran's entire plot line was just so we could confirm R plus L. Up to this your, point. To this point. For right now. For this season, what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, all right. So, then, of course, we flash it right to Jon Snow. And we have our, you know, our... He's at the table and where he sat at this table and just so on. And then our other prediction we talked about, like I said, the red woman's goner. And I didn't say she was killed, but I said she was a goner. And sure enough, Davos comes up in there, throws the little stag, you know, burnt sculpture at her and tell him, tell him, you know. 
part of me was a little disappointed she wasn't killed. But I understand. I, I understand. This was well done. I, yeah. I understand the decision. She explained it well. Yeah, and um, I understand John's decision. I mean, how do you kill the person who brought you back with a sword? Ha 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 ha! By the way, ding. You know. <laughs> I don't know. First off, Davos once again crushing it. Duke connects his ass off. Dude, he's great. Amazing you know, actor. That amazing place, actor. That was a super gut punch. He's like, I love that girl. Like she was my own. You know, and you. Burned her at the stake, and that was really good. I mean, this is good stuff right here. And I just think it was just a excellent diplomatic move on John's part. It's like, I can't kill you because we have this because you brought me back. But Don't I also won't let you be here murdering little girls. Right. You know, so big out. And if you ever come back, I hang you as a traitor. Or hang you as a murderer. Right. So... I thought it was very well done. All the decisions made sense to me. You know, and just great acting, once again. Uh, I'm, I'm, Davos is probably top three, if not top two, best actor on the show, in my opinion. Him and Tyrion and one or two other, I mean, they're, they're guaranteed to be on the money. They're yeah. all out there. They just do such a damn good job with their stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we even talked about like episode nine, we thought he might not, he might bite the dust. I'm so happy he did you know? Oh no, no, no! I no. mean, I still think he's lived out his plot, but I'm glad that he's still on the show. He's a lot like Braun. Like, I don't really see what else you're going to truly bring to the show. But I'm glad we still have. He's you. just going to be a pivotal death down the road. Yeah, I mean, that's what his role is going to be. From you know that one episode, you're like, oh no, no, oh, you know, and we're going to be on a podcast, going <laughs> crying, passing tissue around the, the usual. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe so. Um, so then we get to the where they're in the hall. You know, well, actually, first of all, he's up on the wall and he's talking to Sansa, and we see the white raven. And first off, once again, absolutely fantastic cinematography. Yes. To have them on the parapets together. He's in one, she's in the other. It's like together, but separate, you know? Um, just, man, just, God, this dude does such a good job, man. Everything is just shot so damn well. It's just fantastic. And she apologizes for not telling him about the Knights of the Vale. Um, he tells her we have to trust each other. You know, Can't we have fight too each many other. enemies. You know, so this because it goes to Littlefinger and Sansa. You know, and his whole thing about who is it going to be. You know, are, you, are they going to back the Lady of Winterfell, whatever Stark, or a motherless bastard? Obviously, this is after he talks about he wants the Iron Throne. And yeah, he wants her to be his queen. Got rejected hard. Oh yeah, he, kind of like he went in for lean in and got LeBron. Yeah, it like, was it was bad. It was yeah. bad. It was real bad. Um, but to me, this was like the telling moment of Littlefinger becoming a true bad guy. To me, that's what it felt like. This was the the moment of realization that. But did he not get full, like? What am I trying to say? What's the word for, like, acknowledge that he was correct when, you know, John's named King of the North and she's just there and chop liver and she looks over at him and he's just like, you know, fucking told you so, you know? It's like. But to me, I don't, I didn't see her as being power hungry. But she was all smiley when it's all happening and then she looks over at Littlefinger and she's like, she goes down like RBF. <laughs> I don't know. I got a different vibe out of that. Yeah, I never got like a... I got the vibe of 
I'm okay, okay with this. I'm uh, I'm where I am. I'm not okay with you. You know, what I mean, that's kind of where I was at with it. Yeah, I never saw Littlefinger look like he was in the corner pouting to me. But this is the second time we've seen Littlefinger try to shove a wedge between John and Sansa. He I did it before in the barn. I didn't he see did. a wedge. I, I, what I saw was him just trying to manipulate her into what he wanted. Yeah, I know, but it's always in the barn. You know, he said the same thing. It's like it's got to be you. It can't be the bastard. Who are you going to trust, me or the bastard? You and know? she trusted him. Right. So you just you shoved that wedge, and now this time, it's like who are they going to back, Lady Stark or a motherless bastard? Shove another wedge right there, and he even proved his point, kinda, in the you know basically the election of John. You know, it's just everyone backed him. Yeah. Thanks, to Lady Mormont. <laughs> Ten-year-old out there crushing it with. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt. The, the main character that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Mr. Manderley. See the big guy with the oh, gray yeah. beard? This is Lord Too Fat to Sit a Horse. Okay, is what they call him in the book. Yeah. He's this huge, jowly, fat dude. All right? Now, unfortunately, they don't give you his role in the books. Because it's actually quite fun. It's a really cool story. But, anyway. Glad to see they put him in there. It's good to see. Um... But yeah, like you say, little lady Mormont gets up, tells it like it is, shames all them. of them. Yeah, you know, <laughs> slays uh, them one by yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he even gets up and says, "The lady's words are harsh. <laughs> but Your true, son but was true. flayed yeah. for everyone to see. Yours was this, and that was just like Jesus. Yeah, really. Yeah. You twit. Basically, I, I came in with seventy men. Yeah, really. <laughs> Real men. Yeah, really. Real men. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take my women over here. Yeah, really. Uh, so cool to see them come out. I love hearing them call him the White Wolf. That's not in the book. I've never heard that before. Really cool, though. Okay, so we did some homework on White Wolf. Okay, and so White Wolf is due to, or it's kind of a, a pledge to him being a bastard son. And so that it's got almost zero to nothing to do with him having a white dire wolf, you know, ghost. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with that. You know, um, no, it's snow. Yeah, so why? why? And so the that means they're going to change the banner. logo or banner to a white wolf facing westwardly instead of eastwardly. You know, basically flop it and then change the banner to gray with a with a white a white wolf. Well, I mean, that's a common thing to do because that's what the Blackfires did when they left the Targaryens. They switched to I believe the black dragon with the red background. Right, Blackfire. Right. So yeah, it's. It's cool though. But it's a but, cool little tidbit, you know. But once again, that's another what I ca- would call a, another wedge between him and Sansa. You know, it's just like if he does change the banners. If he does. If that happens, right? Right. And that you know, I mean she just made the new outfits for them too, you know, with the classic sigil on it and stuff like that. You know, does that mean he's gonna change but I, it? I don't see him changing it. If he's it. the king of the north, can he not just declare himself a Stark? No, it's got to be backed by the king. Yeah, but they only recognize one king. Yeah, and so same they, way. Well, there's still the North is still. That's why Bolton of, said, "I am now making you a Bolton." But he yeah. still had the Tommen okayed it because they were still part of the Lannisters when right. that happened. But but see now the North only the recognizes north. one king, and so he is the king, king of the North. I mean, I don't see them going down to fighting with the South and everything. Sansa could legitimize him, as far as I understand it. You know, if 
It's still got to be backed by the actual king or queen in the sense who's Cersei. Of course, they don't know that. Yeah. Which would never happen now. <laughs> so, okay. I was just curious. I mean, really. Legally, he's still a snow until the king. Well, bottom line is if they only recognize one king, in my opinion, he could look at him and say, well, I now I'm going to declare myself a Stark, meaning that I am the son of Ned Stark. But it doesn't have to. They have. said, Jon Snow, king of the north. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make a difference. Exactly. A bastard is now the king. So yeah. Now it'll be cares? interesting if he goes by John Targaryen. When he it's all said know. and done. Yeah, when it's all... If he ever finds out. I don't think he ever finds out. Well, there's no reason to confirm it if he's not going to find out. Just I mean, I don't know. I, think I don't only, even know how... He, Bran would be the only person who could say anything. Howland Reed, too. I mean, he was there. I think it'll come up when it comes to Danny in Westeros. Because I, she's not the last Targaryen now. And Howland Reed is still going to play a pivotal point. They introduced him... As the guy who killed uh, Arthur Dane. So, yeah. there's still a lot of cards to be played. And Rhaegar Targaryen and, you know, Rhaegar left the Dornish, his Dornish wife yeah. for Lyanna. Okay? So, that alliance between Danny and the Dornish will not fly with... A Stark. So that could get hairy at some point too. Right, I got you. Okay, I got you. Remind me, what happened to Rhaegar? Rhaegar Robert was killed, killed by Robert. War, Warhammer. Okay. Warhammer to the chest. Remember when Ned and Howland and them pull up to the Tower of Joy and they're like, "Why weren't you on the field protecting your king or protecting your prince?" And he said, "The prince ordered us to stay here." That's how he knew that something important was in Tower of Joy. So, you know, there's, but the thing is, is when Rhaegar left to get Lyanna and, you know, run off with her, that's when the Lannisters came in and the mountain took the, um, the Dornish princess and their children and murdered them. So there's huge love loss there, you know? So that'll be that'll be interesting to see how they figure that out. Yeah, know? unravel all that together. Absolutely, and, and so on. But since we brought up the Dornish, yeah, let's give their three second uh, terrible scene. No, oh. no. Oh, that was awful. No, no, no. Queen of Thorns. The Queen of totally Thorns saved it. Basically, but on the Dornish she side, she slapped all three of them girls without slapping them. On the Dornish side, it was awful. The Queen oh, of Thorns yeah. was I mean, great. Anything to do with the three Sand Sisters is like, it's tough. It's like, that's that's when it's popcorn break. Yeah, what <laughs> they get ten words in before they were Maybe. body slammed. Okay, uh-huh. let the elderly girls talk here now. You know, yes, and let then, the grown women talk. Yeah, I was like, and her wearing that whole black get up and stuff like that looked more deadly than ever. But that was awesome. Oh, There's yeah. two women they put in all black. One for in mourning, really. One of them for battle. Yeah, you know, epic status. But she looked great in that all black, man. That was wicked looking. She did, man. man. They both look good. What are you talking yeah. about, man? Um, I mean, she don't care about anything the way no. she talks, you know? Oh, and then Varys coming out, fire and blood. Yeah. You know, which is the Targaryen words. So, pretty wicked. Pretty wicked stuff. Yeah. I was right, by the way. Yeah. He great. went to Dorne. Great call. Yeah. Um, great call. So, yeah. That's awesome. You know. Yeah, I know you're going to talk about the ships later and stuff like that. 
but we'll get there when we get to Danny's stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I think we're there. Well, I think we're there. I mean, I think, okay, we're there. Bottom line is, is that <laughs> we have well, Danny. Well, before we, we'll talk about the Dario aspect of it first. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Danny brings Dario in and, you know, crushes like, him. Like, well, it's basically like, you know, unhooking the chain off of your puppy and saying goodbye. You know, I mean, and she has almost zero emotion about it. Or even like, admits that she felt nothing. I know it. She's just all she cared about is her, you know, her future reign, and not even the guy who, you know, she loves, you know. But not even like caring about her future reign. She says, "I just want to get on with it." It's like I'm just ready for this to be over, you know, in a way. And she has been through a lot of crap, you know. So I was really surprised she didn't say, "I want you here taking care of this." So the sooner I get that over there, I can have you back, or something of that nature. She didn't even give him a speckle of hope. No. She was just like, "Stay here." You said you do what you gotta do, do what you gotta do. You but know, I you, think she didn't change her mind at all because she didn't feel anything. You know, you served your purpose. If you were him, would you stick around and do no, like he was? Not at all. No, I wouldn't be surprised to find out if he like was on the boat, reinstall slavery, and <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, was really. like a, a monster over there. Um, no, I just, I think this was a kind of weak way to end Dario's plot. Dario needs to go out as a fighter, you know? I hated it. Because <clears throat> like I said, Dario, I mean... I hate him in the show, so it didn't bother me. Oh, I don't hate the decision. I think the decision is extremely smart. Uh, but I don't... If this is it's the last time... It's not how I want to see that character's arc end. Well, that's what I'm saying. If this is the <clears throat> last time we see Dario, this will be extremely kind of disappointing you know me. what made me more worried about this scene does this mean that we'll never see jorah again no i don't think so i mean think about it if we're willing to say stay here and do this she gave him an order she wants to see jorah again yeah because she said she'll need him at her yeah. side so her you know plan is for him to find his cure and then find out there i mean it wouldn't surprise me one bit final episode of the entire series at some point, Jorah just walks through the throne room and sees her. You know what I mean? And just yeah. dies of happiness. And then just strokes out. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah, really. <laughs> My old Peter is out. <laughs> TikTok. But you, you said you liked it because it was a smart decision and everything. But I don't really see her marrying anyone. Like, who, who's there that she can marry that but even raises she her? Said, that elevates she's her. like, I have to make alliances. But with who? But that wasn't it. She just said, I need to bring them to the table. She said, it doesn't mean I'll marry any of them. But she needs them all. She needs all suitors to come. But I mean, I can't I mean? even think of any of the suitors that have male people who are available. I mean, I know she doesn't know that. But well, Jamie Lannister's one. It won't be but you're the killing Lannisters. the Lannisters. It won't be the Lannisters. Well, I know that. But I'm just saying, like a male suitor who has power, he'd be one. They you are know, on an island now. They have because zero she, the Lannisters, allies. are the crown now. Because I mean, she took Cersei Lannister. So, I mean, that's her number one target. I'm with you. I'm just saying that so, I mean, male suitors we know of. He's not even with an option. But to be honest, I don't think it's going to have anything to do with Danny that, as far as that's concerned. Up front. You know I don't what I mean? think so either. Yeah. Because the target is going to be King's Landing, which is where the Lannisters are. All right. So, you knock them off the map. They don't have any other allies. Lannisters have no one. They're on an island by themselves now. So, you wipe them out. You already have Tyrell as an ally. You have the Dorns ally. I don't think the marriage thing's going to come in until the northern stuff comes in. 
Because there needs to be an alliance because now we have a king in the north and we only recognize the king in the north. But if Danny comes in and wants to rule the seven kingdoms, that can't be allowed. That's Danny's nephew. I understand that, but she doesn't know that. No. He doesn't know that. So, at some point... But Targaryens do are known for brother and sister. Brother sister incest. So nephew and uncle isn't that I'm far gonna go ahead and say, No way. I don't think so. <coughs> I don't think they marry. I don't see the point. Offspring. Ah. I, I just I don't think it gets that be situation. John's gonna need everyone to rally against the White Walkers. The White Walkers. Because ultimately the Iron Throne means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, the Iron Throne is almost just a figurehead now um, a middle man you know <clears throat> I mean just to push people in that direction you know so and I mean what are they going to do with the the Greyjoy plot and all that stuff the Euron building ships and stuff oddly like, enough Yara is the only person I see Danny marrying and that's just like out of funsies yeah just had to be cool yeah you know legalized gay marriage and seven kingdoms and go to town double queens if Dario was a liability Yara is even a bigger liability. <laughs> but by then, she, I'm saying it was like she's already established her well, queendom and everything. I understand that. But if that's the case, then why get rid of Daria? Because I see it as like happening later on after all the war. Because now, because she can still bring him to the table, as y'all said. And they should be like, eh, I'm going to do what I want because I have three dragons. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I keep going back to the whole Daria thing. I, I don't, like he said, I don't see him being a liability. She can mop the floor with anything that comes in front of her. There's nothing yeah. on this earth that can touch her. Like, yeah, but so did the Targaryens before her. And that did not stop them from getting snuffed out. She's the last one. Well, she thinks she's the last okay. Targaryen. I mean, the Targaryens came in and they wiped out everybody. But they ended up dying because of the Blackfire Rebellion. They killed themselves. No, no, no. The, uh, the dragons were taken. Incest. They died because they made a bunch of shitty people down the line until the mad. But that King. was their tradition from the from the get go. Yeah, I know, but it it it's, it's it's like in the book. It's like it's a fifty fifty crapshoot. You're gonna get a good person or an absolute monster. And they ended up with their last one being a monster. All right, which he was so bad that the entire Seven Kingdoms fought against him. Well, you the know? last one was a uh, Rhaegal. Ray, what are you talking or about? Rhaegal? Prince Rhaegar was the last one. He just mm. died before the Mad King. Well, the Mad King was the last one. Yeah, he was the last king. Who had planned yeah. on burning the whole city until Jamie stabbed him. So, I'm just saying, she is aware, just like with Marine, she easily conquered these places, but can you hold control? You know what I mean? That's when you need allies. So, it's not just about the conquering part. She has a plenty big army. And three dragons. And she's fireproof. She has the two most elite fighting groups. As yeah. well as one of the largest armies with the Tyrells. As well as the Dornish. Yeah. And they're, which are pretty effective. Basically, she has the top four I mean, you know, fighting forces on the same boats heading the same way. Right. It'll so just, basically, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like we said, a lot of people were upset that uh, Varys was suddenly here. And then all of a sudden, he was suddenly on a boat. You know, when you go back and look, there was Dornish ships, Tyrell ships, as well as all of Danny's ships and everything else. So it basically just jumped forward a few weeks, obviously, to show that they were all together in unison heading west. And it made the Greyjoys irrelevant. Basically, yes, it did. I mean, I mean, the best thing could be 
Jorah's already been pardoned, which means he is the actual heir to the Bear Island. And he could marry Danny, uniting the North and the South. I'm going to call BS on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about your boy. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Jorah. I'm cons- so I'm did you just pull I'm, that out of your butthole? or I'm just curious. Uh, we'll never see him again. I'll be honest with you. I mean, if we do, it'd be one episode. We will definitely see him again. I'm worried, man. I'm worried. Even if it's him dying in a bridge somewhere. <laughs> all right. I actually, I think they find him and he's turned gray all the way. He's, you know, a madman. I mean, the best thing that would be if he could bring the uh, grayscale people to fight the White Walkers and <laughs> start touching him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to touch you. <laughs> it's just like a big touching battle. I'm swinging my arms. If I Tag. touch it, it's your fault. Yeah, that's right. Tag, you're it. Yeah. <laughs> you got grayscale. You've got ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Well, then I think the last thing we have is a uh, good old Samwell. Which yeah. how long did it take him to get to Old Town? About four years compared to everybody else. First off, badass to see all the white ravens shooting out, which we didn't talk about with Sansa and John. Well, we mentioned it. Yeah, it was the soldiers sign from Old Town announcing that winter, winter has come. come and what's time. cool, cool with John saying, "Dad always said." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, It was weird hearing him say "dad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But super cool. The city looks amazing. I like the little jokes with how douchey the guy is. Hold the letter, his hand out. Yeah, I mean that completely irregular. Completely irregular. Wasn't uh, <laughs> life kind of irregular? <laughs> Sam was douchey as well. Let's go ahead and be honest here. But he's trying to be charming. Yeah, um, and uh, no women, no children. And he just dips on. Just, just leaves her. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, he's like, I mean, granted, the library was worth it, but it was just yeah. like, okay, later. See. All you. right. Did you notice when he walks in the library, which was impressive? Did you notice the thing in the center of the room? Yeah, it's the title sequence. The t- thank you, thank you. Yeah. I knew I wasn't the only one that saw it. I was like, that's that same spherical thing that was reflecting yeah, it's light. The sun in the title sequence. Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. This library is ballin'. Yeah, it's incredible. And how untrustworthy to have chains attached to all your books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty awesome, though. Uh, who I is mean, the Who is the poor bastard who had to make all them chains? Is what I want to know. <laughs> this poor bastard has to dust those shelves. I mean, is there a dusting metal? Chain. <laughs> I mean, jeez. But I have to be honest with you. The chains, I didn't, you know, it didn't dawn on me. The first thing I'm thinking about is all these maesters have to wear chains across them. I was like, oh, is this just a symbol of their books or something? You well, know? it's a symbol of servitude. You know? Each link is a different craft master. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, Boy Scouts. Oh, well, here's a new my, patch. Here's yeah. my fire building patch. All right. So they have to take classes or whatever on uh, healing. And then you'll get your healing medal. And then you're whatever. And they're all made out of different materials, which is cool. That's cool. I think it takes about six months to master a single class. Somewhere around there. Wow. So they're all old rascals when they come out of there. But it's really neat because, like, remember, um, what's his name? It was, like, forging your chain and stuff like that. He's, he's building the links. That Amen. You uh, but he talked about the um, the one that goes into, like, dragons and stuff. Yeah. Like those There's guys, only, like, three left. It's made of... Uh, obsidian it's mm. forged in dragon glass it's kind of cool you know so that's kind of a cool thing you know that wow. ties it in and it, most maesters don't go into that at all like they yeah. don't study it whatsoever there's only like three or four of them that had them yeah like because it's 
It's a, it's a dead at this art. point, people are basically like, "It's old wives' tales." Dragons, no. White Walkers, no. Nothing. But all those old stories, you study and you earn your dragon glass chain. It's kind of neat. So. Okay, so do that? we think Sam is going to become a maester? At this point, no. I, boys, I think he's just going to come across something in the books and be like, <coughs> "I got to get back to John." I'm with you. I think, I think the maester the, thing is a. I think there's going to be. I think he's going to receive communication somehow, or some way. There's that, a lot of maester conspiracies out there, and that he's going to learn something. And like you said, he's going to find out some information that's going to become integral, and his new mission will be to get it back to John and the Force or whatever. I was going to tell you, Sam's plot in the show right now is the only thing left on the books that we know a little bit about. Yeah. Which we don't even know if they're going to go the route that's in the books, but that's the only thing left that we could possibly reference slightly spoil. How about that? And, and it's then, just a small little bit of something, you know. But I think Sam's going to come across wildfire or something. That's about the only thing I could think of that he possibly, comes across. Yeah. The recipe for recipe it. or whatever. Yeah. Or how to forge Valerian steel again, or whatever the case may be. I mean, yeah, well, the, he is toting around his Valerian steel sword, steel. which is so just ridiculous that Randall couldn't have caught him in the 17 episodes that have passed since he left. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, he's a sly maneuverer. Yeah, yeah, he just rolls. Yeah, real incognito, wearing black in in the south. Jeez. Well, what do we think about Gilly and her future? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it'll be very consequential yet. Okay, you know. I got you. I got you. Well, I mean, was that was that every note? I think that's about all of it. The only people that we didn't talk about, of course, were people we didn't see was, you know, like Brienne wasn't in the episode. The Hound wasn't in the episode. Jorah wasn't in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tears, <laughs> tissues, please. Tissues. Yes. One for my homies. <laughs> Pour out but, some uh, ale form. Yeah. But all we can, all we can confirm is this, the extremely high death count of major characters. Um, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say this season had more major deaths between the first two episodes and the last two episodes than any other season combined. Uh, Somebody well, to well, do the math I mean, for me. The the red wedding had quite a few in one ten minute sequence. Unfortunately, they didn't show a lot of those deaths either. Though. No, you, you saw two prominent ones. Well, I mean, I mean Blackfish was... got away, and then Rob and his wife got butchered. And, and then Caitlin died. Yeah, and, and, and his unborn son. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's... It's high death count. <laughs> All I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Well, um... Other than that, I, mean, I think that's all we got, man. Yeah, I mean, got I, short, God, it, it, can short you really, seasons next year. I know it's seven episodes, but Possibly. not confirmed. Not that's, confirmed. That's not confirmed. Not confirmed at all. You know, that's that's the one thing about it. Now, one question was posed to us that I thought was very interesting, and maybe y'all can answer it because I, I wasn't. A, um, let me see what it was. Um, what was the person's name? Tina Foyle said it. She thought that one of the theories was is that. Could Varys be his name, or could that be like a hidden title for something he is completely different? There are some rumors that Varys is a secret Targaryen. And that's he, why he shaves his head. Shaves his head, yep. And things like that, so... I thought that was a, I thought it was a really cool question, so I thought we should put it on here and see what y'all thought. No, I agree. And I mean, the thing with it is there's three, Targa- there's three heads to the Targaryens. And so... 
we need a third one because we know John's a Targaryen. We have Danny, so it's like who could that third one be? And it's kind of a coin flip right now from all the information that we've gathered on the show. That's either going to be Vares or Tyrion. Right, and the one of the major plots that they've just <coughs> chopped out of the book or whatever like that is, is about the the false dragon, and that's Varys supposedly saving the life of the baby that the mountain supposedly killed, bashed against the wall, replacing that baby with another baby, and sacrificing a, a baby to save a Targaryen baby, and he raising him and putting him with some people to grow him into a king. All right, to do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's completely been removed. Uh, yeah, from they the just show, skipped over it. Which makes you think it's just some massive red herring in the books or anything like that. But in the show or in the books or like that, they talk about how they kept his hair dyed or shaved and things like that to hide his silver hair and stuff like that. And you were talking about how Bran is the uh, offspring of a Sir Duncan the Tall. Right, you know, that was something. That was something that George R. R. came out just a couple of days ago, or at least I think so. I read online is that you know she's the a relative a of descendant, a descendant of Sir Duncan the Tall, who was Dunk, you yeah, know, and his squire was Egg, Egg yeah. who also was, was a Targaryen. A, he was a Targaryen, but he hid himself by shaving his head, right, and so that's how he went by Egg, and he was also Amon's little brother, the uh, squire, the macer up in the. The one Amon, yeah, target who said kill the boy. That's who he was speaking to was yeah. Egg, right? So. And so, like, that's what else leads to Vares is because Egg hid his Targaryenness by shaving his head and everything, right? So it just leads a little bit more credence to that. <clears throat> so what do y'all think? I think he could. I think he has a better chance of being that third Targaryen than Tyrion does. Yeah, because it's been said on the show, it's been in the books, the dragon has three heads. So, they make it sound like it's obviously Danny and John are two of them. And that third one, I mean, the only guy shaving his head on the show is, is Varys. So, that would be a That would cool be a reveal. really, really cool reveal for the end of a season. Because he's been since, he's he's a day one character. He Not is. day one, but season one character. And he's been back in the Targaryens the whole time. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah. And, I mean, he came out, like Jake said, you know, spitting the Targaryen family motto of fire and blood. Yeah. So, it's very possible. But he does have a backstory. Yeah, he does. I mean, You know, of, you know, being a thief and being a like an enforcer for, you know, messages and stuff like that. So, you know, they've, they've mixed up some things. We haven't seen, what's his name from... Um, Ilio or... Um, Ilario, something like that. Yeah, the guy who married off Danny to Drogon or whatever to Drogo. Drogo. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy who is Varys's partner, basically. His bank. If you remember first season when Arya gets lost down there in the catacombs where the dragons skeletons are. Right. That's him walking around with Illyrio. Yeah, Illyrio. That's his name. Illyrio Mopatus, whatever like that, and they're whispering. And stuff like that, walking down the tunnels, stuff like that. Okay. So that would be a huge callback to Illyrio if we see him again. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, guys, I hate to say this was the last episode for season six. It's going to be uh, bittersweet to have to wait 
Yeah. So long. You know what I mean? If y'all seen the the little gifts on the Twitter and stuff where people were like showing Tom and jump off the window. Oh. You know, how I feel about waiting for the next season, you know, <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. I was like, too soon. Too soon. But Too soon. Uh, guys, if you enjoyed the pod, we hope you did. And, uh, if you have a second, subscribe to us for some other shows we're doing. we got Preacher. Uh, you know, we do Walking Dead and several other shows. Check us out. We have a Facebook page, Twitter, the whole nine yards. We love to talk with fans and people who enjoy the show as much as we do. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, if we uh, we missed something or goofed or just liked something or you just didn't like something, let us know. We don't. We, we always enjoy a good conversation. Uh, but this is uh, Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all next season.